0: Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we are so delighted that you've welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com. And today, our guest again is Ruthie Greenhall de la Sega. And she is a Catholic author, and she's written two volumes mm. on Marian consecration. Mm and how it has been the bedrock of the devotional life for many saints throughout church history. The beautiful books that she's written on Mary and the saints and they are available at EWTNRC.com. And what were you gonna say?
1: No, you go ahead.
0: So uh, we did our Marian consecration years ago when uh, Father Gately came out with the 33 days. And so, what happened in our lives? Did it matter? Did it make a difference? Did it make me love Jesus more? Did it make me love Mary more? Yes, yes, <laughs> and yes. And then the other thing that I can honestly say is um, I had a, a Marian explosion of uh, religious objects. <laughs> and so, um, as Mother Angelica would say, that you need to fill your home with holy reminders. And You can go to EWTNRC.com to find out all those did, holy reminders. children did come
1: to you and say, Ma, how much Mary? Um, don't buy one more thing of Mary. <laughs> and I have
0: a confession to make that even on Friday, we were at the Father Coyle Mass yeah. celebration that EWTN did beautiful coverage yeah. of. And I went into the Catholic bookstore there, and they had this beautiful (laughs) slate Mm. photo of Mary. Mm. And she was just saying, take me home, take me home. And so I bought her. She's everywhere in my home. And all I can tell you, if you're a homemaker, wherever you put a picture, a statue, a holy reminder of the Blessed Mother, anywhere in your home, you will feel her presence. In your kitchen, you'll become a better cook. Um, I mean, it's just better. It's just beautiful. Our dining room, I hope I'm even more filled with the gift of hospitality as we wine and dine our children and our grandchildren and, and with the love of God. And you know, it's made a difference. True. I hope Absolutely. it's made me a better wife, a better mother. I hope yes, so. Yes, I need all the yes. help I can get.
1: <laughs> Eucharist at Congress 2024. Visit ew10.com forward Eucharist for more information. Registering through our link will give you a discount. We're going to continue this beautiful conversation of consecration to our Lord through the Blessed Virgin Mary and all the saints and holy souls that have been doing this for ages and what we can learn from them. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Please don't go away.
0: Welcome back. We are at home with Jim and Joy. And today our guest again is Ruthie Greenhall de la She is a Catholic author and she's written these two volumes on Marian consecration and how it has been the bedrock of devotional life for many saints throughout church history. So if you're wanting to become a saint, and that should be your goal as Mother Angelica always encourages us all to become saints. You can read these beautiful books, Mary and the Saints, and these books are available at ewtnrc.com. And you can go to Ruthie's website, maryandthesaints.com. Well, we're excited to have you again with us today, and we want you to tell our family a little bit about the theme of the book. Um, You know, you shared so beautiful yesterday and why you wrote it, and the call and how what God did and what our Blessed Mother did to you and through you. Mm -hmm. So tell our family about the theme and the importance of a Marian consecration.
2: Sure. So um, there's two volumes and each volume has 33 different saints. So it's Mm -hmm. a different saint for each day. Um, And so the first book actually came, the themes that kind of came out of that were they, a lot of the saints had, um, they would mention their devotion to the memorari or praying the Rosary or Miraculous Medal. The Miraculous Medal came up with uh, a, a lot of them as well. So um, that was kind of the main theme of the first one. And then the second volume, again, not planned, but the theme that emerged was more the heart, um, mostly the sacred heart. And then of course, the Immaculate Heart and just the human heart. And um, those two themes, they, they overlap and they intertwine in each other, but those were like the 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 main themes of each one of those books.
1: So... Well, I just want to say that they're so readable. Thank you. um, And you have, like you said, 33 saints in each book. It's Mm -hmm. just a page Mm -hmm. long, maybe a little bit more, but it's not light, it's profound. You know, who they are, what they were about, their own struggles, and how they came into this relationship with Our Lady, Mm -hmm. and the unique stories in each one. It's Mm -hmm. it's tremendous. I think it's something that would be great for children. Um, So it's an easy and profound reading. You can get to know 66 saints in two volumes Mm -hmm. and you don't have to read for years on end and you really kind of catch it. And if somebody hasn't made a consecration, it's saying, well, look what happened to these -hmm. these Mm -hmm. people. Um, And so it just kind of encourages you that we're all on the same page with all these saints and now you know, me also, I as well, you know, yeah. I'm going to make this consecration with all these people who have done it down through the ages, yeah. which makes it very exciting.
2: Yeah, it is so true that each of their stories are so different. Their personalities are different, their struggles are different, their time periods are different, um, but their formula, if you will, to holiness is the same. You know, it's, um, it's devotion to Jesus in the Eucharist, it's um, the sacraments, it's, um, it's consecration to Mary, you know, it's all of those together, this, Um, their relationships with Jesus and Mary, with Jesus deepens because of their devotion or their consecration to Mary. And so their their formula is the same, which we can do. You know, if, if we're sitting here like, I want to grow in holiness and I don't know what to do, Consecrate yourself to Mary, start going to to Mass more, you know, frequent the sacraments, go to the Adoration Chapel. Like, these are the things that have been proven time and time again to make saints. And so we we do have the formula, while our story will be totally different, our formula is definitely could be the same.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, consecrating ourselves more fully to the Lord through Mary or consecrating ourselves to Our Lady So those are words, and we're saying them, but it really becomes an encounter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we've we've just said, I'm giving you my volitional will. I want you to know me inside out, and I want you to pray for me and Mm -hmm. activate Mm -hmm. what needs to be activated, that your son and I can have this great relationship as Mm -hmm. well as relationship Mm -hmm. with you. And that becomes, there's some things that are going to be the same in the relationship, WITH YOU AND mm-hmm. OTHERS THAT HAVE DONE THAT AND mm-hmm. then THESE THINGS THAT ARE TOTALLY UNIQUE yeah. BECAUSE YOU'RE A UNIQUE PERSON right. AND OUR LADY UNDERSTANDS THIS AND SHE UNDERSTANDS HER SON. SO IT'S, it's THE BEGINNING PERHAPS OF a, a NEW OR MORE FULL ADVENTURE IN YOUR RELATIONSHIP WITH JESUS CHRIST AND WITH OUR LADY WHEN YOU DO THIS, WELL, SHOULDN'T THIS BE HAPPENING ANYWAY? CAN'T IT JUST HAPPEN? BUT THE THING WE FORGET SOMETIMES ABOUT OUR FAITH IS THAT it is a, IT'S A BIG BOY, BIG GIRL FAITH. It's not a robotic faith. We're saying, I want to be friends with you. I want to be your servant. I want to be... And then when you give that permission, you know, she just moves on that Mm -hmm. where she Mm -hmm. wasn't before. Well, Mm -hmm. why wasn't she before? Because we're human beings made with free will and God honors that. And when we say, I give you my will, you're not taking over my will. Mm -hmm. I give Mm -hmm. this to you. Then this relationship that's just incredible, you know, takes off in a new way.
2: Yeah. Oh, totally. And she, like I said, um yesterday she makes things easier a holy you know if you want to pursue holiness she um, obtains the grace to make that easier and at the same time like if, if you consecrate yourself to Mary and you see you give her everything you don't lose yourself it's not like all of a sudden you're like a, a robot or you know that it's Mary totally her personality is it's still you but you know hopefully that um, the grace that she obtains for you will lead you to the sacraments to rid you of your vices and you become more you you know like like you were saying yeah. jp2 says become yourself mm-hmm. you know like yeah. she helps do that
0: right well what were some of the particular saints that you were attracted to
2: Okay. so i um and am, am very so close with my family um yeah. particularly my sisters and mm-hmm. so i I'm, I'm always drawn to the saints that um are family saints you know the um teresa's family teresa of asu her mm-hmm. family um and so she is definitely one that um I, I didn't really know, a ton, or I didn't have like a big um, devotion to her until I read Story of a Soul, because in that I feel like she mentions her sisters, you know, she writes that to um, two of her sisters, Marie and Pauline, that's mm-hmm. who it's to, and and she learned her little way through, um, so she didn't have access to a full Bible in um, Carmel, wow. so what she would yeah. do is uh, her sister um, Celine would send her um, like scripture verses that she had been meditating on and so Therese had taken these and through this discovered the little way. So I love like her connection with her sisters and in, in her own holiness and then also same same with um, Elizabeth of the Trinity. Her writing is is to her sister. She's writing a retreat and a lot of her writings is a retreat to her married sister and so, I mean, I wrote this for my sister, there you know, you go. I just right, love, right yeah, so oh, I love them. <laughs>
0: no, and that is so beautiful because you do, you see yourself, you see your ways in them, and you can say, okay, like you were sharing yesterday, how uh, you and Nick have what you call family saints, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you're praying to them at night, mm-hmm. and if you, you're making your consecration and you're reading and you're doing a your devotion, this is a great... Quick read at night, and then you introduce yourself to the, that saint mm-hmm. in particular mm-hmm. and say, Now pray for me, that I too would love Jesus the way that you loved him and the way that you were devoted to him. Mm-hmm. So, some of the constant things that you saw mm-hmm. in the saints were what were they? What were some of the constant things that you saw?
2: Um, so, the I, um, increase in love of the sacraments and frequenting the sacraments more. Um, as specifically mass, you know, going, going to mass more, um, going to adoration more. It's like Mary leads you to a deeper love of the Eucharist, Mm -hmm. Jesus in the Eucharist. Um, And I I mean, that is like time and time again, that would come up and just kind of having that, um, that background again is like, I can do that myself, but I've learned, I actually can't do that myself because I'm, you know, I don't have that. Just,
1: just Mm -hmm. think about our lady Mm
2: -hmm.
1: participating in Holy Eucharist. I mean, mm. whoa, yeah. or adoring the host, mm-hmm. you know, or the, I mean, it was so profound, so unique. So, and then we're saying, I, I want to be with you in this, mm-hmm. I, I wa- mm-hmm. what, what can you teach mm-hmm. me, what can you, and asking her for that. If you don't, you don't get as much. And to say, wow, so no wonder why the saints that come to her and consecrate themselves Love the Eucharist, mm-hmm. love the Eucharistic adoration, yeah. love partaking. Want to do that more frequently, yeah. because she she was so intimate with the Son, and to have him in this way, his body, blood, soul, and divinity in, in this way. Mm-hmm. And these are the she's our friend now. Right. I mean, we right. would want to be with this one all the time if that person had been with the Lord, bore the Lord, right? And 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 what she understands about the sacraments. So this is profound, mm-hmm. and this is real. This is happening.
2: Yeah. And um, consecration to her is it, like I've, I've heard how, um, you know people struggle and say, I, I can't connect with Mary or I don't feel a connection with her. Right. But her job is not to be the one that you go to, her job is to go behind and, and say, here he is. You know, like you're facing Jesus, you're not mm-hmm. facing Mary. Mary's mm-hmm. the one with her hand on your shoulder mm-hmm. saying, I'm with you, but together we're gonna go towards him.
0: And to have, and to know, her presence and being behind you as as like when you have family members that you're concerned about and to ask her intercession on behalf of them your children your grandchildren your parents your uh... brothers and sisters who are sick and dying and you can't be there but you want the blessed mother to come alongside of them Mm -hmm. and if they're dying, then assist them and carry them Mm -hmm. to the arms of Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know? And and you wrote that so beautifully in so many of the saints' Mm -hmm. stories, right? Where you were like, yes, that's what I want. I want to have that encounter. I want to have that assurance and I want to have the confidence that she's going to be there Mm -hmm. and she'll aid and assist as she does so beautifully.
1: You covered St. Francis de Sales. And so, you know, Y- you share unique things that I'd never heard before, and so he's from Geneva, mm-hmm. and the Calvinist you know movement was happening at that yeah. time, and there was so much being predestined to heaven or to hell, right. and evidently this really oppressed him, and terrorized him because you know we look at ourselves and we say, well, I'm not worthy of heaven. I'm probably destined for hell, because yeah. I, mean, I know who I am. Yep. And this was terrible, dreadful for him, mm-hmm. driving him like almost out of his mind. Yeah. And so you, you relay the story of he, he finds a statue of Our Lady and yeah. throws himself at her feet and appeals to her. Tell us more about mm-hmm. that story and how he finds peace, because I think this is not unusual mm-hmm. you know, right, for us to believe. Right. No, I can have heaven. I can ascertain. We look at ourselves, and we can be overly scrupulous and everything, mm-hmm. so, no, I, I'm destined for hell, I get it. Yeah. But how did this break through uh, through the Blessed Virgin in his
2: life? So um, exactly like you said, he uh, looked at his life and assumed through his own sinfulness that he was one that was predestined for hell, and it did it drove him crazy. (laughs) Um, But he decided if he... Even if he was predestined for hell, he decided he wanted to spend his heaven doing, or yeah, I mean, his, his life doing whatever he could yeah. for heaven. So, yeah, he threw himself at, at the foot of a statue of Mary, prayed the memorari prayer, and that broke his shackles. That, that broke yeah. his, um, she, she was able to, uh, to kind of work, come through that and, and free him, heal him of that. Yeah. Um, So then he was able, he was free. And so actually, he is known as a very compassionate confessor Mm -hmm. because he understood, (laughs) you know, I mean, he faced it himself. And then now he was able to then be empathetic and and help others in that. But I think. and and I feel like I've experienced some things, you know, not to that extreme, but I remember um, particularly the night that Nick and I got engaged and I had this overwhelming sense of like, I am not worthy of this. You know, I did not deserve this. What mm-hmm. did I do? Mm-hmm. How, how did I earn this? And again, coming with my free will, It was like God was working and said to me, you know, this is a gift. This is not something you earn. This is not Mm -hmm. something. Don't look at it like that. But how hard is it sometimes to even just be open and say, I want to receive whatever it is you have for me. You know, a Marian consecration will bring great graces and blessings. We still have to say yes to them, even though they're great and Mm -hmm. they're they're scary sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that that idea and like. Francis de Sales, yeah, threw himself at the, at the foot of Mary and yeah. was healed of this, but had to receive that and say, okay, I don't think I'm predestined for yeah. hell anymore.
1: And now, how did he get to the Memorare? Did she recommend that to him? or he I just, think a, just a,
2: a priest recommended it to mm-hmm. him, yeah.
1: That's the one that begins, Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession, was left unaided, and so on and this broke, that demonic mm. grip of mm-hmm. his unworthiness mm-hmm. and destiny for hell. Our people need to hear that yes. and, mm-hmm. and pray the Memorare, read yeah. it or go to it, because she will aid you and she will help you and say, so, you know, Jesus is, is your, your savior and mm-hmm. I'm your mother mm-hmm. and all we want is, is good for you. Mm-hmm. On our end, everything is, you have all that you need, mm-hmm. just say, say what she said, say yes, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. I, I believe. Well,
0: Ruthie, how did you choose the saints with all of the saints that we have available to us? How did you narrow it down?
2: Um, So for the first volume, I um, chose saints that I knew, either I knew had uh, specific devotions to Mary that, you know, St. Louis de Montfort, St. Maximilian Kolbe, ones that that are considered great Marian saints. Um, And then I chose some that just their feast days came during that Mm -hmm. month that we did it. Uh, And then the, and then some would be connections, the second volume. So um, that was almost uh, more of like a challenge, I guess you would say. Like um, Nick has a friend that just kind of casually one time mentioned that every saint has a Marian devotion. Mm. And so I was like, I want to see if that's true. Mm -hmm. You know, I I know that's true, but I want to kind of show that. So... um, there so in choosing those saints I actually had a list of thirty three saints and then as I would write about them or research them it would another saint would be mentioned or another holy person and, and then I'd, you know, kinda go down that rabbit hole of well, I'm gonna do tomorrow about them. Um and so that's kinda so the list that I started with and the list that I ended with were actually totally different in volume two. So
0: And and that's more the Holy Spirit, right? Yes, totally. I mean where you think, Okay, I got this list and this is what I'm gonna submit and this is what I'm thinking mm-hmm. and then he, well, maybe not so and then you you know, kinda orchestrates that whole beautiful journey for you. Right. And then the beautiful thing is I love You know, you're the oldest sister of how many sisters are younger than you? Um, I
2: have three younger than me. Okay,
0: And so you're such a great older sister. And you (laughs) you know, just how you want to form them Mm -hmm. and, you know, help them to know everything that they could need to know, you know, especially about our Blessed Mother and Jesus. And and you got to, you know, write that, show them, Mm -hmm. and now, you know, and they're the recipients of that with the great hope that... This is how we pray for a husband. This is how we pray for a child. This is how we get to know Jesus better. What a great big sister you are.
1: (laughs) And and that's a gift to us Mm -hmm. listening today for Mm -hmm. those who hopefully will get the book because you originally wrote them to help your own siblings Mm -hmm. and other people in the family. Mm -hmm. This happens often Mm. with great books that come forth. You know, I think it's C.S. Lewis in particular that would write for his nieces and nephews mm-hmm. it would happen. Mm-hmm. so you've given us something that we can use with our children mm-hmm. and say I want to familiarize you with some of these saints or servants of the Lord or holy people and their intimacy and relationship with Our Lady mm-hmm. and that really inspires them to say I want that too, mm-hmm. I want these things mm-hmm. to happen mm-hmm. in my life so I want to recommend everybody getting these two books at ew10rc.com we're going to hold you over for the final segment so there's plenty more to come please don't go away back. We're continuing our conversation about consecration to our Lord through the Blessed Virgin Mary. And uh, so we just have a couple of minutes, Ruthie, so if you would just share what's on on your heart, Mm -hmm. you you know, I guess your appeal to people to come into what so many saints and holy people have come down, have come into through through the ages.
2: Yes, I I would just say make a Marian consecration, no matter who you are. You know, there's, um, if I I was not, and you know, in a place like I said that that I would have thought um, she could have worked how she did, and she did, and she still is. You know, she's still working so many different um, graces and miracles in my in my life um, through my Marian consecration and re-consecrating yourself. So I think um, whoever you are, make a Marian consecration. You can consecrate your family. You can consecrate your um, business. You can consecrate. Anything you want, you can consecrate to her, and it doesn't have to be something formal. You know, like it doesn't have to go through a specific formula in order for her to receive this. Like you can, you can make up your own prayer. It doesn't have to be a formal prayer. Whatever it is, she knows. She knows our hearts, and Mm. she knows our intentions. And um, yeah, yeah, I'd say just give it, give it over to her. It reminds me
1: of you know, Jesus on the cross looking at John saying, you know, Mm -hmm. behold your mother, mother, your son. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the consecration. It's like totus us, you know, I'm all yours Mm -hmm. and all that I have and am, all the good stuff, whatever bad stuff that's going Mm -hmm. on, you want it, I'm giving it to you, Mm -hmm. please help me Mm -hmm. and bring me into this deep intimate relationship with your, with your son, Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You do that and you do it with a true fiat, a true yes, mm-hmm, you're yes. in there. And you give 33 saints in each book mm-hmm. how they went about doing this. You know, this is not a strange thing down through the history of the church and just enter in with everybody else and the story that she will write mm-hmm. to help you in the relationship with her son will just be tremendous. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for the gift mm-hmm. of these two volumes. I hope that you got some other works you know, to come uh, because you're doing a great Work. It's profound, they're they're deep, and yet easy reading, Mm. and you come away profoundly changed. So thank you so very, very much. And so we've been sharing today about consecration to Mary, or consecration to our Lord through the Blessed Virgin Mary, something that's been happening for ages. But, you know, it's a strange thing, our faith. It's a big boy, big girl faith where we have to use our volitional will and to say, yes, I want to enter into this deep and intimate relationship with you. We need it so desperately now at this time to know that Mary truly is our mother. To know more about that intimate relationship that she had with her son that is almost ineffable, and then to think she's going to be praying for us. Mm -hmm. She's going to help to rear us as she had her part in rearing uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We need this at this hour and at this time this is available. What's available? Intimate relationship with Jesus Christ through His blessed Mother. He wants to give her to us. As He said from the cross, Behold your Son and Son, your Mother. Have you taken Mary in? Have you taken Mary in? Have you said, Mary, I, I take you into my heart, my soul, my mind, and Mother Mary, I want you to take me in. And somehow, some way, that makes all the difference. You're an important part of this EWE10 family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy, and may the best be yet to come in your life. Bye now.